Hey guys, we're back with Let's Talk Television. Hi. Hello. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about season five, episodes one and two of Dynasty. Let's start Mm. over again. And that holiday spirit. And then we're going to start talking about season two, the first two episodes of Selling Sunset. Awesome. So this is the luxury episode. All that wealth and learning. The luxury episode? Yeah, all that wealth and glamour. Dynasty, Selling Sunset. Oh yeah, they're definitely all about luxury and riches. You know, know, because in the other shows that we watch, it's all about the supernatural. So yeah, this is the luxury episode for us. Yes. It's kind of a change of pace a little bit. Exactly. And this is actually, as a reminder, season three, episode two, because we took like two weeks off for the holidays. So much fun. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I'm used to doing the podcast every week, and we had a couple weeks off. Back to the grind. Back to the grind, everyone. Fun conversation. So, in episode, uh, the first episode um, of Dynasty, um, oh, what's his name? Blake. Still trying to run uh was he running for a senator or was he running for the cabinet now? Does he even know what he's running for? I think he's running for the cabinet position, isn't he? Or did he change to senator? I thought it was still the cabinet position. Yeah. It's kind of confusing now because the focus is kind of uh, not on him a lot, at least in this episode. He's kind of went back and forth, you know, with him and, you know, and it was wife and then Fallon so maybe that's why but what I found kind of interesting was his um, she's supposed to be his press secretary or his marketing agent the Afro-American woman with a horrible green shirt and an even tackier necklace that they <laughs> put with it oh my god it's like I kind of felt like they kind of downgraded her like she's even whatever she's doing for him, he's like a billionaire. And I feel like she should have been dressed a little more elegant. Something? I, I don't know. Did it, it, seemed, it seemed to notice off. that. It seemed to off. You I know, need to I mean, go I, back and look at it now. Oh my God. It, I mean, the color wasn't so bad. It's just when I realized that they were trying to match the necklace to the shirt. But the necklace looked like it came from the dollar store. Oh my and I God. Thought, Really? They, they should have dressed her up more like uh, Crystal, you know, like kind of elegant and maybe some pearls or something. I don't know. She just, she didn't, it, it didn't match, you know what I'm saying? Who she was didn't match with the, with the show or her position even. Yeah, if you're on Dynasty, you got to look a little fancy. I mean... Come on, Dominique goes to visit Alexis in jail and she's got on this, what was that, like, some furry, hot pink jacket and she's just going to jail and she looks like she's going to the club. 
Well, yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> but anyway, that was just something that came to mind when I watched it like the second or third time. Um, I just it just felt like it was standing out to me along the way, and then when I figured out what it was, then I started watching her outfit. It's like no, it's not working. It's not working. <laughs> it's not working. Um, but yeah, so she. I don't, I don't know what you call her. Let's just call her his marketing expert. Um, I'm good with that. Sets it up so that he has to save Crystal at lunch from choking on something. And then um, the response they got was more toward favoring Crystal. Oh, or it was more, they were more concerned about Crystal than they were happy that Blake saved her. And so the, the lady, the press secretary, marketing person, was like, "Oh yeah, I should have, I should have thought of that because people are really into victims, and they're not so much into heroes." <laughs> yeah, I didn't That's get that. So at all. lame. That was so lame. I thought the same thing. The writers usually do an excellent job, but this, I mean. That makes no sense to me. I agree. It was entirely lame. What do you mean people usually line up with um, the, victims. the victims? Yeah. Like, I mean, just, the whole situation was so weird. I mean, the fact that they, weird. even the fact of, of what them doing that um, was just too obvious. Oh, and it was then, definitely obvious. Yeah. I mean, you know, if she was really that, if she was really choking like that, wouldn't they have like taken her to the hospital to have her checked out? Or I don't know. They just sat down and kept eating. <laughs> well, the first thing I thought of was nothing actually flew out of her mouth. It was definitely something too. Nothing flew out. Yeah. But I didn't think about that. How if. If you were actually choking on something, you would you would definitely go to the hospital afterwards. You wouldn't just be like, okay, well, let's sit back down and just continue eating. I mean, right. wouldn't you at least go home? Exactly. Would you want to like? you might. Oh, drawing attention to. Might be coming to check and see if you're okay or. You know what I'm saying? Some kind of more community response, maybe. But that was so weird. So silly. Yeah, maybe. when she started to make a choking noise, I knew right away. I was like, okay, they're op- she's obviously faking it. Come on. We know. <laughs> I don't know. So, I think that's more than enough time talking about that fail. Um... And then speaking of fail, <laughs> oh my god! So Balance supposed to be dead. That's like the first thing we actually see, and then she throws something at the television. <laughs> oh yeah, that one was pretty obvious too. Because I mean, yeah. come on, right. Balance is the, is the central character in the show. Exactly. exactly, it's basically about her family. So kind of funny that she throws something at the television. They think I'm still dead. <laughs> Oh, the part I liked was when she was like, and they used that horrendous 
photo of me when I was on some tropical place, like where it was really humid and my hair was out of control. Right. Yeah. I thought, how, how can you specifically remember that? I don't know all the places you've ever been, but okay. Um, so she's in the hospital and Liam supposedly has forgiven her, but he's not really acting like he's forgiven her all this time. Like, He's there, but he's not there. And he's doing everything for people, you know, to... Okay, that was a second episode. Sorry, that was a second episode. But he was there. And then she's actually more worried about work, which is basically how she always is. Actually, to backtrack, you were kind of right. It spanned both of the episodes. So in the first episode... I mean, he was, you know, acting all like nothing mattered. Fallon kept on asking him, do we need to talk? And he said, no, it's fine. But then Mm -hmm. in the second episode, we'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so she's really just worried about work. And it's so funny. She gets uh, she gets them to have her help her pretend that she's off on a beach somewhere. And I was the whole time trying to figure out now, how does this work? I know it's a green screen. Yeah. It's the tree part coming in at. <laughs> yeah, it was obvious that it was a green screen, but we didn't know exactly what they were doing. I didn't understand because normally I think you have to don't you have to project the pictures on the green screen. It doesn't automatically come with the green screen. <laughs> Um, I think you can, like, some images you have to use a green screen for it to show up. Yeah. Um. But I mean, what was the image? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I don't know, but I really liked how Sam was holding up the fan for her. (laughs) And then, how did she get that? Was that an actual alcoholic drink? Because can you bring in alcohol into the hospital? Can you bring any of what they brought into the hospital room? Come on. The green screen itself, first of all. (laughs) Maybe it depends on how rich you are. I'm sure it was. um, I'm sure it wasn't an alcoholic drink because she was on medicine at the hospital. Um, Like she said, she wouldn't let him light the candle because of the oxygen in the hospital. So it's probably just orange juice. Probably. uh, kind of funny though like you talked about where he's making sure the fan you know was moving correctly against the her to look like the wind was blowing and <laughs> and then he was like oh god my arm was getting so tired <laughs> he is the only one that would do that for her so take out the right person to do that that was kind of funny and then she um Oh yeah, she was talking to the lady that she wanted to be her. Her name was a BP. Yeah. Um. Well, she she fell for it at least. That's, I guess that was the good part. And of course, it happened at the very last second. <laughs> you know, it's funny because when um, Liam was asking her how she's going to make it work, and he was actually pretending to be surprised. She had some crazy scheme. She's always got crazy schemes. Yeah, why would he be surprised about that? Come on, it's Fallon. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. He, I don't know how he puts up with it, but they usually work out. So I guess he just figures that's just the way she is. That's how she is, you know? 
So, so what did you think about the um, when she um, she got upset and she fell down? Well, he he got upset. He was walking away, and then she uh, collapsed. She fainted in that old Faint. movie tradition, how she just falls to the ground and and she looks like she's sleeping beautifully, like she's slumbering. Um, I'm not super surprised that that happened because before she escaped the hospital with Sam, mm-hmm. the doctor stupid. said that she had a low, bl- low white blood cell count. So we knew something was going on. Right. So, so what do you think when they're trying to escape and she's lying on the stretcher and her sandals are sticking out from the cover? I the thought that was hilarious. Totally oblivious. I thought that was okay. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, I thought it was hilarious. She was all makeup out, all donned out, and the doctor was completely oblivious. I mean, they needed to take her credentials away that she didn't notice what was going on. Her feet were sticking out, and she had these fancy sandals on. You're not gonna take a body to the morgue that has these fancy yeah. sandals on. Yeah, I think usually the people are bare feet and barefoot and naked at that point. Yeah. It's <laughs> like no one cares anymore. <laughs> you know? And I thought she was about to stop them because she looked at Sam suspiciously. Like, wasn't but... he in the room with her earlier? Hello? Yeah! Was in the room with... That's the first thing I was thinking, wait a minute. Wasn't Sam in the room with her earlier talking to the doctor? That's what I thought too. Yeah. Maybe they just figured she wasn't paying that much attention. So apparently she wasn't. <laughs> well, obviously Fallon should not have escaped pretending yeah. to be a dead person because look what happened. Yeah, she was sicker than she thought she was. But she got her VP. Well, yeah, that's the most important <laughs> that's thing. That's really that's really what counts. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that she was going to find out that she had cancer or something. Yeah, I didn't think it would be that extreme. But, um, the way she's always going and going and going, it could have just been exhausted. That's true. What was I just watching where somebody said, oh, it was Dynasty. What am I thinking? Wait, was it Dynasty? Somebody said they were having a panic attack. Oh no! It was Shit's Creek. I was watching an episode of Shit's oh. Creek last night. <laughs> and Daniel was having a panic attack and he thought he was having a heart attack. Oh, Daniel Levy. David. I'm sorry, David Rose. <laughs> David thought that he was having a heart attack. And yeah. the only doctor around was the vet. The vet? <laughs> yeah. That was who later becomes Alexis's boyfriend. But um, I had never yeah. seen this episode before, but I thought it was so funny that him and Alexis were like, wait, panic attacks? Those aren't a real thing. That's just something that celebrities make up. <laughs> that was funny. I, I love the, the way they jab at people in this show. You know, what do you think I'm um, not Bill Gates? So they say all these <laughs> famous names or whatever. Anyway. So back to Dynasty. Um, so that was the so the first episode also had the thing with um, 
Alexis in jail. Um, she was accused of killing um, the man that fell off her balcony. But we all know it wasn't her <laughs> from the previous episode. It was like two episodes ago. Wait, one, two. No, from the previous episodes. It was the from end the pre- end of season four. Yes. Yeah, we know it was. We believe that it was Adam. Adam. It was Adam. It was Adam. We all know it was Adam. But he's setting up his mother. Uh, Usually he does this stuff when he's angry with her. (laughs) You ever notice that? When he gets upset with her, he does something really crazy. He does something Um, like kills somebody and then frames his mother for murder. Yeah, I mean, like he pushed her in the... (laughs) He pushed her in the fire when they had known each other in, what, a week? <laughs> Less yeah. Than a month. Yeah, so... I think he's on the sociopathic scale. Yeah, there is no scale for who Adam is. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, this is so weird. So, I love that Alexis, Alexis is having a hard time in jail. And, he, and then he goes in to see her, and she got her matching orange shoes for her jumpsuit. And she's eating... Uh, muscles or what is it? I think it's I want to say muscles. Um, and she has like warm champagne and she's totally being tortured there. I mean, get out of town, guys. She's yeah. in jail and they're serving her warm champagne instead of chill. <laughs> you know what that reminded me of? <laughs> I thought about Lori Lachlan because she went to prison for that college admissions scandal involving her kid and And they were talking warm champagne well no i was thinking they were talking about how okay so Lori lachlan goes to prison but she's rich enough where she's probably gonna have it pretty easy oh really i remember somebody saying like oh she's probably getting starbucks delivered to her every day in prison (laughs) it's not exactly the same as champagne but you know well, it's better than I usual actually, prison life. I actually thought it was pretty funny. Um, because it's like, we know it's Alexis's version of torture. <laughs> and I, I think she did a good job of portraying it. <laughs> she did and do then, a good job. And Adam is like rolling his eyes. Like, oh my God, one campaign mom. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I was watching an episode of The Old Charmed. And I saw the actress that plays Alexis in it. I was like, hey, that person looks familiar. Oh, I know who it is. It's Alexis. Do you know who she played in it? She played a generic demon. Oh, okay. It was just one episode. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I just, I want to make note of the difference from when Adam came to visit and when Amanda came to visit. Mm. I don't know... I don't know what's going on with Amanda. She's not pointy, but she's dressing like she is. Okay, her so skirt, her skirt can't get any shorter, and her boobs can't get any more pushed up than they were. She's so just like Alexis. <laughs> I guess maybe that's what they're trying to show us. But it's her her outfits just don't go with who she is. Okay, you want to know say? what I had in my my notes? Yeah. My first note was, ugh, Amanda's still annoying. <laughs> I like her. It's just, it's, I feel like they don't know how to dress her. 
I don't like her. I don't know what it is. I just don't like her. It's like, I feel kind of like she's in the wrong show. Like, she's conniving and she's intelligent, but I don't know. I feel like she's just in the wrong show. Maybe she should be in some British drama. (laughs) Yeah, it's probably, maybe it's just the accent. Because no one else on the show has it. (laughs) It's probably just standing out from the. I don't know, maybe the accent makes her seem like she's not shallow enough or something. I don't know. Well, I'm surprised you haven't noticed the the weird way they're dressing her. I mean, it's just so out of place. It does kind of seem like a departure from last season. I mean, it's like they're dressing her for someone way younger. I'm thinking these, these people are all in their 30s. And she's dressed like she's in college. She's like through college. She's a professional and her dresses are all the way up and it's just like and the shoes but it's with these short boots they're wearing everyone had short boots on and i just like it didn't go with the skirts being so short like it should be the opposite you know like if you have a short skirt you have to wear longer boots but it just looked really tacky i don't know i was really noticed in the fashion this week i guess you know <laughs> I know, the opposite. (laughs) It's opposite world. Welcome back. (laughs) Yeah, welcome back to the opposite world of Let's Talk Television. Um, Yeah, I I honestly didn't really notice what she was wearing, but now that you pointed out, it does seem like a departure of last season. She seemed a little bit more buttoned up. She's dressing a little bit more like Kirby, I guess. Yeah, and Kirby just like, I don't know what TV shows he watches, but it's, it's not even worth bringing it up most of the time. I only think about it when it looks really good, I think. <laughs> well, dare I say, I think Kirby maybe looks better in stuff because... Maybe she's slimmer. She's slimmer, but... Um... I don't think it's just... Yeah, she's slimmer, and I think she's less curvy, too. I would say mm-hmm. that Amanda is probably more hourglass-shaped. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, so when she came in, I mean, she was trying to help Alexis, and Alexis was just pretty much focused on whatever she wanted to be focused on. And, and it's kind of like, she was like rolling her eyes for the opposite reason, like, you're just really not paying attention to what I'm trying to say to help you. <laughs> you know, where... Adam was like rolling his eyes because he's like, oh my God, this woman drives me nuts. And then he gets up and hugs her and apparently, he takes evidence with him to continue to set her up for the murder that he committed. He's horrible. He is horrible. It's like, how can we even like him? He's so horrible. He's like horrible in that kind of weird kind of a way. Kind of like a I'm having to say this, the kids in the special bus kind of a horrible. <laughs> like, it's like, you don't want to say something bad to him because you don't know how he's going to react. Yeah. <laughs> he He's very, the actor is really good at acting creepy. Not just being, I don't know, it's a special kind of creepy though. It's yeah. not just, it's not it's just psycho being, kind of creepy. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Um, I think I think the actor does a great job with that role. 
necessary. He must yeah. be a really nice person in real life. Because it's like, you notice like with Lucifer, he, he, he comes across, you you saw him in person or whatever, right? Yeah, he, yeah, he I have. He comes across in the interview just like a really, really nice person. You know, so like when they play these roles, you kind of hope they're getting their their fill of being evil. <laughs> Otherwise, we're all in trouble. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, we know Lucifer isn't like the evil evil. He's more like the I want to save the world and me. I'm only being evil to the bad people. You know, kind of an evil. Which is the kind of evil I like. Yeah, whereas Adam is like, I don't even know who I am. I'm so evil kind of an evil <laughs> you know Adam's just weird he's got this look in his eye it's like he wants to be nice but there's so few people that that understand that about him but he's like maybe he just has nowhere to put his niceness you know <laughs> I think I know what it is um it's not just him being creepy he's just got perfect comedic timing with it you maybe. know he's being creepy but funny at the same time yeah keep in mind it's not just creepy it's murderous <laughs> it's murderous creepy yeah so anyway so when they go to the um courthouse and everything is fine until it's not uh the se- it's the second time right when they say that they found evidence of her. yeah that was the second time in the courthouse yeah evidence that um, he was really there because the they found her hair under the man's uh, fingernails, and she's like, "I don't shed like a dog." Yeah, she was like, "That doesn't make any sense. I don't shed like a dog." Even even though you know they he could have just been trying to grab her hair, but it's just kind of funny that she said it that way. Because when they show the flashback of Adam actually taking her hair, which is so unreal, because. If her hair is shedding that much, she needs to be in the hospital. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, that, that was a lot of hair. To that the was point a lot that of hair. I thought it was a, uh, a wig. I mean, I it could like, be fake hair, but I don't think she's in the position to be wearing that where she is. But if it was fake hair, would there be DNA on it? Exactly, I mean, exactly, exactly. I mean, yeah. I guess there could be some. Yeah, your scalp sheds and stuff, but I don't think that's. Yeah, I, just I don't know how that. logical that is. But that was a lot it of looked, hair. It looked like a lot of hair. It was like, whoa, maybe she has some more issues we don't know about. It. That much hair is coming out of her head. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying she has alopecia or whatever? Something else going on. <laughs> anyway, so so this happens. She's like totally freaked out and she tries to get away from the guards and she runs out and she's kicking and she's screaming. <laughs> this isn't guards, gonna go over. Get off of me. This isn't gonna go over well with the people at the prison. <laughs> so you know what I think is so strange. You know what I think is so strange? Okay, let me just finish. <laughs> oh, maybe I didn't realize you were still talking about it. Maybe they were they're setting it up. To, to see that she's going to be a certain kind of person in jail because she's probably going to spend some time in jail at this point. Uh, you know, if it's gotten this far, you know, maybe. We'll see. Go ahead. 
Okay, so this is what I think is strange. Why is Adam so formal? Why does he always say mother? This is like, <laughs> this is like just like in uh, Bates Motel. He always I mean, called her. He always called her mother. Remember? This is not Little House on the Prairie. Did you hear what I said? Just like a Bates Motel, Psycho Norman. He always called his mom mother, mother, mother. Well. I never Psycho watched Bates. I never watched Bates Motel. Oh my god, you gotta watch Bates Motel. Everyone has to watch Bates Motel. I do love Psycho though. Have you seen the original Psycho? Oh, of course I've seen the original Psycho. I've also seen Bates Motel. <laughs> Can't do it. Um. Anyway, but the thing is, that whole point is focused on that whole show is focused on a sociopath. Um, right. And he but, also he always calls his mom mother, which is the reason I thought of it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 just it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So in the second episode, um, so Fallon is in the hospital again for real this time. Um, still not dead, but so Liam has people coming in to talk to her because you know when people are in a coma people saying you know they can hear you so he has created a calendar this is so cute, for people to visit her at certain times and give her um happy christmas memory as part of getting her to wake up which is so funny what do you think about that i thought he was reaching pretty far but it's understandable but I mean, as Blake pointed out, why do you have pictures up if she can't see them? Oh my God, Blake! Well, I, I thought it was a great idea. I don't know if I would have. I don't necessarily think that Liam would the one would be the one to think of it. Um, sounds like something Kristen would have thought of. But um, at least he had a plan. That's he definitely plan. had a point. But putting up the picture of Alexis and then what was it, Fallon's old dog, was kind of, kind of weird. He's reaching, trying to get something to work, you know. Especially because he felt like he, you know, especially when she, when she fainted after what he said, he, it was really guilty. So he was maybe overreaching. I have to say, I preferred Kirby's method. Hers was to make Fallon irate, to provoke her. Because yeah. she said, uh, Fallon is spiteful, so that might wake her up if I say something that bothers her. Yeah, well, that's true. She had her own method. So. <laughs> Did you say she but, had on those boots? Yeah. No, well, Amanda had some low boots on. Those stood out because they were white. But Kirby did have some boots on at some point. Hers were okay. It was just the whole thing with Amanda and a really short skirt and a really short boot. But anyway. So Sam and Colhane were decorating. Eventually, they got around to actually decorating. <laughs> hotel first it didn't seem like they were doing much of anything 
They were doing it to distract themselves. Yeah. They were just kind of hanging out. Thinking, oh, I wish Belle and Belle better. She could just come and play with us. And we could all hang out again like we usually do. <laughs> you said come play with us. Come play with us. That's kind of what they all do. You know, they all hang out and do stuff together. Um... But then they finally got everything decorated, and then Kirby comes over and says, "You know, you guys are distracting yourself. You need to go and see Bowen." And um, and it seems like didn't he try to turn the lights on and they didn't work or something? Sam, or did they all did they all come on? Oh, maybe too many lights. (laughs) That's probably what it was. It was overload. But I think they, they they did fix it. So, um, and along the way, uh, Amanda confronts Adam. It makes me think, does she not understand how dangerous he is? She doesn't seem to care that he's really dangerous. Because she knows he's probably the one that killed the guy. But she goes to the hospital, remember? And... Um, <clears throat> And he's trying to bribe all these people. <laughs> Just openly trying to bribe these different people. And she's like giving them different warnings. Like, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. And he just keeps on doing it. But he already had someone in, in mind that was going to, you know, be his alibi. But it was kind of interesting the way they were all thinking about the bride. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Well, I think that maybe, as you said, um, Amanda isn't, she doesn't realize how dangerous Adam is, is because she's cut from the same cloth. I wouldn't be surprised if Amanda, you know, killed somebody. And I don't, but she would probably feel at least some kind of remorse about it. Maybe? Who knows? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? They seem to be all kind of... Well, these two... Out. Okay. So, I guess look at it at this place. You know, they were both raised by different families. And, and Stephen and Fallon were. So, yeah, we don't really know where they've been or what they've been up to all their lives, you know. I mean, you would see... Well... Oh, also, <laughs> Alexis, Alexis' family raised Amanda, so we don't really know at all. They both still came from Alexis, though. Yeah, but I'm saying they were raised by different people. We don't really know their it's nurture background. argument. Yeah, we don't know their real background. You know. So anyway, um, so she's confronting him at the hospital. And he's going around trying to get different doctors to be his alibi. Which, in the end, he already had someone else picked out, I believe. He, he, she seemed to be just kind of waiting to take her turn. <laughs> the older lady in the chair. Oh, the lady he, that wanted the figgy pudding. His favorite patient. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was kind of interesting and funny and weird and... The fact that she had to tell each one of those people who were medical professionals, no, you can't do that, was kind of, what kind of hospital was this? 
It's a dynasty hospital. I suppose. I'm just hoping that all medical professionals are not so easily persuaded. <laughs> Especially like that one doctor that actually let Sam and Fallon go. Yeah. A little slow in the draw there. But anyway, what are they saying? Well, we'll get into that a different time. So we actually did finish with Monique in the first episode. The um her I'm so glad that they finally got rid of her ex-husband. Um Jeff had been saying he was crook. And then he was able to find some evidence on him. And then Monique, Monique, Dominique, and Hulhane and Jeff set him up to get caught trying to get the evidence that Jeff had against him. So he should be gone, but no. In the second episode, the crooks, who he owed money to, um, show up. What do you think about that? I thought they need to get rid of him fast. Oh my gosh. All so he's going to do is bring more of his creepy drama. Yeah. So the crooks calling her, <clears throat> saying they kidnapped him and they want money, blah, blah, blah. They pretend to give them the money and then they take him away to jail. Yay! So glad that plotline is done. And Jeff Jeff called the, F, the FBI, right? He called the yeah. FBI on them and... Yes, yeah. hopefully it's all done now. It should be the final end for the FBI. Like, no, we're not going to take him to the local jail. We're going to get him out of here altogether. So I'm glad that's over. And then so I didn't like. Jeff... Go ahead. I didn't like how trusting Dominique was of him. It. No. It... Hello, you still there? I'm here. Oh, I didn't, I didn't hear you. What were you saying about Dominique trusting him? Oh, it just seems a little bit against her nature. But at the same time, I mean, Dominique can be manipulative like everybody else on the show. But she's got a heart of gold. Yeah, I think she wanted to trust him because she was married to him. But then that had fall, <clears throat> fallen apart years ago and she was trying to give him another chance. I'm just glad it's over, finally. Um, but I guess maybe the whole point of that is to see her growing from being a selfish mom to sacrificing stuff for her kids or something. We'll see how well that works out. Because she's basically, right now, she's basically on a different tangent than Alexis. Yeah, maybe that's what they're trying to show, like opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. You can be a wealthy mobile mom and still be able to talk to your kids. Maybe. <laughs> now they just need to bring back the daughter. Uh, Jeff's daughter from New York. Jeff's daughter. Jeff's sister from New York. I, I don't know if she's going to come back at all, but I think she will. At least temporarily. She's gone. Steven's gone. Yeah, but at least we know where she is. That's true. We we know where where Steven is. We know where she is. Well, okay. 
I said where, but we know what she's up to. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And we know what Steven's up to, but it's just been a long time. She hasn't been gone that long. And he was like put, put away in a like rehab center, right? Well, rehab Her. isn't usually that long. All we know, it could be like yes. Drew, where his soul is separated and out in the... Is it ether or ether? Oh <laughs> out in the ether? This is not a supernatural TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <clears throat> so eventually, Solomon wakes up. And she's like the good blender, the good witch of the north. And she's thanking everyone for their amazing memories. And she's walking around... And then she's teasing around and saying, I have no idea what you have to say. And then these beautiful gifts arrive. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, that didn't really seem like Fallon, did it? No, it's almost like a dream. <gasps> what if it is a dream? <laughs> it was a little well, floating. When she was having that one. Oh, there's a light. I thought, is she gonna, like, is there gonna be a so sequence where they think she's about to die or something? Mm-hmm. But instead, she opens her eyes. And she sees precious Liam. Oh, and I just love you. Opened your beautiful eyes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Welcome back to the Hallmark world. <laughs> I know, seriously. So anyway, that was about it. I don't know if we missed anything. Um, yeah, we had Blake and Crystal. Yeah, I, forgot, I was thinking about Beethoven too. Oh, oh, that was, oh my God, the most disgusting part of the show. What was the most but, disgusting part? But you, you go ahead with the Blake thing and I'll mention that in a second. Crystal at the end of the episode. And then she gives this look. He says, what does he say? You're turning your head and averting your eyes. I know something's up. And she's like, no, 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 there's nothing. He's like, I know your look when you're hiding something. Something is up. And she ends up telling him that um, she paid a reporter to ask him if he was running for a cabinet position. Because this was when he was thinking about just dropping out. Right. She basically manipulated the rep- asking him if he was interested. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and so the pro- Oh, go ahead. Oh, Blake was not happy about that. No. Yeah, because he says, I thought we were going to stop lying to each other. We're going to start being truthful. but I can see why he was angry because she kept it from him yeah yeah. well I mean in, in something like that you do want to get the real answer you don't want to get the I already know the answer kind of an answer yeah so, because what was he going to do he was going to buy an airline or something well they're, they're trying to get uh, land for it for his airline so I think he has an airline and no place to put it or something Oh, okay, that's what it is. He needed land for the airport because he owns an airline with with Fallon or something like that. The one thing that really 
the one thing that really got to me was how smarmy he was. He acted like a true politician when the clunky reporter lady was interviewing him. Mm-hmm. And he was yeah. just, he was trying to tug at the heartstrings and he was oh, talking yeah. about his dead grandmother and how she yeah. wanted this and that and it was he just bring, he just pulled out all the dead people oh he, <laughs> he, he, he sure did oh and so my grandma he didn't mention his dad i guess he couldn't he just couldn't work up enough tears for that one <laughs> how could he use anders like that i know anders was a good guy at least to him, especially. Well, to everybody, but especially to him. <laughs> then again, if Anders was still alive, he'd probably approve of something like that. Yeah, I don't know. But I do know what was creepy was the Beethoven thing where he ran into someone at a bar that looked like his sister. Are they really going to use this storyline ah! in the show? Oh, uh, are you kidding me? He's that go went too and... far. That was way too far. I don't even understand why they would do that. Even I, I for Dynasty, to... that was just too much. Oh my God. He's going to dress her up. He better not do anything else to her. Just... Oh, gross. Because he picked her up at a bar. Hello. He better but be he's... just, he better have be paying her to be a sister and that's it. But that's somebody that looks like his sister. <laughs> That would be so gross if he did anything else with her. That's bad enough. I'm just like, really? He can't just leave and go lay down back in Mexico. He's going to have to do something goofy, swarmy, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) So yeah, I'm not excited about that storyline at all. I was really confused when we first saw her. I was like, wait, isn't that Crystal? What does he mean? You look familiar. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, and by, what was going on? Yeah, and like, by the way, doesn't she already have a big enough part in the show that she needs to be a twin, too? Or not a twin, but you know, a doppelganger. All they basically did was just put matte makeup on her. No, no, but I mean, she already has a big enough role in the show. We don't need a second version of her, I'm saying. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm just pointing out how, I mean, she. The only thing that was different about the woman that was supposed to look like Crystal was that her makeup was matte. It was um, it was just very strange. But yeah, I mean, I would think that she has a big enough part on the show itself, especially yeah. since she got back from pregnancy leave. Yeah, it's starting to look more normal. Yeah, I mean, I... I don't know. I mean, I I just think that the storyline is too far even for Dynasty. It's just too much. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like this is really going to be their last season. It kind of has to be at this point. <laughs> There's nowhere else to go. They've jumped so, the shark. Yeah, perhaps they have. Speaking of which, are you ready to move on to Selling Sunset? Yes, I am. So we're also guys we're doing season two of Flying Sunset. We officially decided we just can't get enough of real estate and amazing what do you call them? Model like people? <laughs> what do you call them? Realtors that look like models, I guess. Yeah, um, realtors that look like models. Most mostly the houses, I have to admit, are what's keeping me going there. So we're back with season two, and um, it's 
show and Christine drama. <laughs> oh my goodness. Will it ever end? I loved it. It, it was good. It was good. So we start out with the see, Heather and Mary and Christelle at this really nice house. And they go in and they're they're giving the tour and they're all making, you know, the little, oh, we said move here. You know, and Mark's in, it's just this massive house. And, um, <clears throat> and then they're in the closet. Oh, wow, I love the closet. The view of the city. It, it, it's just this amazing house. And so anyway, so they sit down and they're talking. And it gets around to, have you talked to Christine Michelle? And she's like, well, no, or whatever. And then they go on, whatever happened over the, over the break. I guess the high eighties before that season started, and, and we're up and running. <laughs> was, and was then we're all... up and running with the drama. Yeah, it's all back. Okay, so, so what do we got going on? I think uh, uh, what's her name? Amanda is new this season. The um, the interracial woman, the long hair. She um. She's the friend of Mary. Well, she knows Jason, but I think she also knows Mary. Oh, she knows Mary too. Yeah, I remember that she knows Jason. Yeah, and so they they took her to a house to showing, and then she gets in there, and her shoe gets caught um, in the planks. <laughs> so embarrassed. I almost Mary. wondered if they staged that. I don't know if they did or not. It seems like something that would happen to Amanda. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> like, she tries so hard, but she's still, you know, not quite there yet. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously they didn't have to put so much attention on it, but he was able to at least get it out of the boards. <laughs> um, see, that was kind of interesting, but um, I, I want to know what you thought about it. Like, the overall of the episode. Okay. It didn't seem very long. It didn't seem very long at all. I don't know if it was the standard 40 minutes or whatever. But I like how they introduced what's her name? Amanza? Amanza. Amanza. I like how they introduced a new character. Mm -hmm. Or I guess you could say character. Yeah. Even though she's a real person. (laughs) I like that. Um... I like the rumblings of drama between Christine and Michelle, mm-hmm. even though they haven't met up again yet. Oh, and Heather. Heather has a new man, too. Yeah. Torek. Torek? Oh. Is his name I think. I don't remember his name. Yeah, so they were giving her a hard time because she just met him and they're consider themselves like serious after a month of dating and then Christine comes back this is my and, favorite part and she's engaged oh yeah yeah I love that yeah. to a younger man of course. of course and they had only been dating for like two months or something so he was her client and he uh, bought the house for her and him um after they met and started dating and and then and now they're engaged. It's been like three months, I think. 
Um, Mary wasn't too happy about that either. There was a little drama with that because Christine gave Mary a hard time for not knowing Romaine very long before they got engaged. And here she met this multi-millionaire. He's retired at 35. He's like a billionaire. And um, they met and fell in love with that. And got engaged within like three months. And she's already living in a multi-million dollar house that she used to show... And she used to go there, and she said, on Sundays, and pretend it was her house, because she manifested it. I think it's so awesome. She used to go there and pretend it was her house. And then now she's living in it. That already. is pretty awesome that she manifested it. However... Yeah, she's already there. <laughs> oh, there's no howevers when it comes to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> However... <laughs> Is she really in love with this guy, or is she with him oh, no because of knows. his accessibility to certain to a certain lifestyle? I think it's amazing. They've already done like a world tour on their private jet, and I'm just like I'm I'm like totally into it. I'm totally into it. I'm so glad for her, and that's it. I'm next. <laughs> I'm up next. Is so awesome. I don't think I could be any more happy for her than anyone else in the world because I think it's perfect. I think she's a perfect person for that to happen to. And I don't, really? have, anything, I don't have anything against it at all. No, I'm all on board. I have I been think from, of a from, lot more people that from the first time that I've seen it. I don't. There's no deserving or not deserving. She got what she wanted, and I think that's awesome. No yeah. one. Just, we all deserve what we want to have. All, not just pick and choose. Everybody deserves what they want. So, this is what I feel about. <laughs> well, I'm not the biggest fan of Christine. <laughs> well, I'm not saying I'm her biggest fan. I'm just glad she got what she wanted. <laughs> I think she has a lot of good features. I love her. You know, her I don't want to say I don't love all her clothes. But I, I I think she is who she is and she doesn't try to hide it and I think that's a good thing. No one no one's perfect. Go ahead. Say Especially say not Christine. No one's perfect. Not one. <laughs> Especially not Christine. <laughs> anyway, what else do you have to say besides that? You've already said that twice. <laughs> well, the drama between Chriselle and Christine. First of all, what else did we have that happened in the first episode? Before I go um, on to the next one. Well, she came, like I said, she came back from her trip. We got to see her house. Got to see her fiance. And then by the end of it, they had a party. And it ends with a party. The second episode is still during the party. And the oh party yeah, is, okay. Yeah, yeah, the party okay. is showing, showing the house that we talked about earlier because they're looking so, for a buyer, I think. A huge thing was that Mary didn't learn that Christine was engaged from Christine herself. Oh. It was from Davina. Oh my Ma- god, Davina. Go ahead. Yeah, Mary was really upset about that because her and Christine are supposed to be really close. Yep. And she said that she hasn't talked to Christine, I guess, since before she started her whirlwind worldwide tour. But mm-hmm. she's been checking in with Davina. Yep. 
Um, okay. Yeah, so I mean, you know, that was like a big thing, you know, Mary and Christine, what's going on between them. Yeah, she's all been out of joint because Christine didn't let her know. Um, I don't know why Davina was calling, was contacting her instead of, was Mary contacting her? Was she expected to be contacted? You know, we don't really know the true story behind all that. But anyway, so she was upset and then so Christine shows up at the event dressed like the queen in her silver and her long hair with her you know multi-billionaire husband or whatever and everyone seems to be happy to see her except Chriselle who's hiding away not wanting to talk or cause she doesn't want to cause problems but she causes problems by hiding away like a little kid scary enough from a, a bad bully and eventually Christine just goes over and starts talking to her yeah I Christine says well yeah I, I just don't you know I want us to not be avoiding each other and yeah that seems cool but at the same time what Christine had a party where she named a drink after Chriselle and she said it was I don't know. It was something that was demeaning. That two-faced, two-faced, Christelle, the two-faced something. Yeah, come on. That is so immature. (laughs) That was tacky. It was tacky, yeah. It was really tacky. And then she says, I just, I want to be friends. When she said that, that's when I thought she went too far. I was like, come on, Christine. You don't want to be friends with her. You don't even like her don't go into that fake territory that to me that was just insulting yeah because you know how you talk about how real well she is usually real and that was just fake well i don't know i think that um i do agree with christelle on the point that we can get along without being friends yeah yeah coexist as she said yeah, we could totally Yeah, maybe she thinks she wants to be friends with Chriselle because it might be easier, but I mean, Christine has something to say about most everybody, doesn't she? Yeah, why would she want to be friends with Chriselle? She hates Chriselle. Yeah, I don't know if she hates her. I think a lot of this is what is, what is the expression? Um, friendly fire. <laughs> Frenemies. Yeah, like frenemies. Like you gotta have, you gotta have someone. You know, you gotta have the bad guy. You gotta have the good guy. You gotta have someone not liking someone. If everyone got along, it would be really boring. You know. Um, speaking of which, in one of the episodes, um, Amanda made a comment to Heather about the fact that she was in this new relationship with this man and she'd already met his children and she was warning her against that as you know it's not necessarily a good thing and then Heather took it to be an insult but I agree with Amanda I feel like it's just an opinion she could take it or leave it she didn't have to be, be all defensive about it so my feelings about Amanda is she is basically Christine, but in a better way. 
Oh my she, God! You don't even know Amanda. You're you're giving her a Christine reputation. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about in terms of how she's real. You know, like oh, I, I feel like she says what's on her mind, but she's not too faced about it. She doesn't try to be fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Who knows, I mean, though? I mean, this is just the first episode with her in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I think that was. Good. She was, because she has kids, I think that's why she said that. I don't think she's like that all the time. Anyway, I, it's just something that I remembered from the, from the episode. Um, I felt like Heather was really defensive. Um, instead of just saying, oh, okay, I, I hear your opinion, and that's awesome. And yes, Heather was, Heather was extremely defensive. You know. <laughs> Did you say you love Amanda? No, I was like, rrr, rrr, rrr. oh, oh, yeah, that was Heather's reaction. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Instead of like, oh, okay, I, I, I see what you're saying, um, but I got it covered, you know, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but but she didn't say it tactfully like that. That's what I'm saying. That yeah. instead of what she did say, she could have said, "I hear what you're saying." Thank you for your input. (laughs) Yeah, her reaction, what she said, was a little bit petty and cutting. But then Amanda Amanda said she was immature or made a comment about being immature. So uh, they're all her her reaction to Amanda was, "What? Thank you for giving me advice on my my boyfriend's children or how I should act with my boyfriend's children." Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Amanda says something about someone being immature, and it's like that was unnecessary too. So. Yeah, it was totally unnecessary. Anyway, so the the showdown with Christine and Michelle never really happened because they just kind of talked for a little bit. Um, everyone, the whole thing was like everyone was wondering what was going to happen. I know. Like, oh, they were like, "Oh my god." They're together gonna, out there. What's gonna happen? Anti-climactic, you know. But then her fiance ended it all just by coming over and saying, Hi, I'm Christine, you know. And then everybody had to play nice. <laughs> okay, I would say the one thing that I don't really like about Chriselle, and I think this is probably why her and Christine don't get along, mm-hmm. is because they're even though how vastly different they are they're also alike Mm -hmm. i think they both vie for attention but in different ways yeah like christine is extremely blatant about it Mm -hmm. but chriselle is more like the needy kind of the victim she plays the victim in order to get attention right like oh someone's doing something to me i need to be defended or helped or you know, like that one time when uh, Mary was like, do you need a hug? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And I do agree that Chriselle can be, dare I say, a little bit two-faced. I mean, I know that she was being very cordial, which is actually a good thing. She was being very cordial with Christine's fiancé. But just the way she smiled... You could just, she's done that with other people and then talked about them behind their back. 
you know like she seems like she's very different towards some people and then she'll say other things about them yeah exactly but like I said no one's perfect nobody's perfect definitely not on this show otherwise we wouldn't have the drama yeah and then we have Heather who went over to Jason to pick out his apartment or his new condo and they were chatting about being friends and talking about what if we had dated ew I don't know why I'm saying ew where's the little violin you know like I feel bored please make it stop and also (laughs) where did this come from exactly I don't even think that was a question but they just they created it and threw it up in the air you know um, because we already know he liked Mary. So how many people has he liked in office? You know, hello. Is this a good sign? Are you are you a proper employer? Are you trying to date your employees? You don't even want to go there. <laughs> I'm wondering if they're going to expand on it or if it's just going to be a one episode thing. No, I think it's just a one episode thing. Well, you've seen the show, so that probably means that it's just a one-episode thing. And it's like, why'd they bring it up then? Well, and maybe it was just because she kept going on and on about, oh, do you have a room for me? Do you have a room for me? And then and then in reality, she was like, me and my boyfriend. <laughs> you know, it was kind of a goofy way of looking at the fact that she could sleep in my house. But, Did I even explain why she broke up with her boyfriend? Did I miss that? With her previous boyfriend, with a hockey I mean, player? The four, the four minutes that she was uh, not dating someone, according to Jason. What did he say? Four minutes or four hours before you were dating someone else? Oh, yeah. The four hours you weren't dating somebody. I think that was kind of insulting, but anyway. Um, yeah, it seems like we'll just have to see how things go with this. But yeah, I I, maybe, I don't know what it would be because it seems like it was really serious and then you know, she's dating this guy so I okay some people don't understand okay to be alone. what were you going to say? I think we only have one other thing to talk about tell me if I'm wrong Okay. but Davina how Davina yeah, is it? trying to get that cell what is wrong with this? She's the only person that doesn't dress like she needs to be in this agency. You know what? And I, just, I noticed that yesterday. I actually, if I didn't know certain things about Davina and how they were talking about how negative she is, I would actually like her better than the other girls. She doesn't seem as fake and sorority-esque. Yeah, we'll just keep watching. So... Um, oh, okay. What, what what I was saying is that the way she dresses isn't as nice as everyone else. It's kind of it's not as high end. It doesn't seem as high end as everyone else's clothing. I noticed that yesterday. Um, she's definitely not a fake looking blonde either, which is honestly one thing I kind of like about her. But her that. personality is a little. Eh. Just like everybody else's. <laughs> her personality is like everyone else's, but she doesn't dress like them. That's what I think. So she's trying to get this really expensive um, house to uh, under contract, and the guy's willing, what, like 100 million for it? 
and Jason was like, no, that's not going to happen. He's like a 50 million. And she told them 70 or 80. 70 or 80. And he's telling her 50. <laughs> yeah. So how is she going to get away with this, you know? Um, so the guy was like, it's well, you know? And so oh. I think they ended up, it ended up around 75 million or something and she's like I can do it I can do it you know yeah we'll see <laughs> I did not like that guy yeah, he like was him. patronizing and sexist he called her honey who's yeah. like honey seriously mm, yeah, this is somebody was, you're working with looks like that kind of a guy Ugh. but uh, yeah very arrogant looking and so she's going to try to sell this house. I don't know how she's going to sell it for that much. And Jason is going to be wanting her to sell for 50. So we'll see. It, it feels like she really needs to already have someone available for that kind of a house. You know, to really sell it. Yeah, I'm really excited to, to see what's going to happen with that storyline. Instead of trying to do it from scratch. It's willpower. She used to talk to uh, Christine about manifesting a seller. <laughs> I mean, a buyer. <laughs> well, they are close, aren't they? Yeah. Maybe that'll help. Needs to go spend some time there. Showing it. Pretending to show it to people who are going to buy it or something. <laughs> so... Davina Davina. Yes. What happened? The Garden Davida. Yes, Davida. You need... Maybe she needs a better condition to get some better clothes. I don't mind but her anyway. clothes. Yeah, they're just, they're not the same. Just notice next time. Um, yeah, so I think I'm good with that. I'm good too. Alright, I think we're going to end there for today. And next time, we will be re- recapping Nancy Drew and, and Lock and Tea. We'll have a couple of episodes of each because we're a little behind, but they all flow together very well. Now, I'm not sure about Nancy actually. We might not have but one episode of it, but you know what? We'll make it work. We'll make it work. We <laughs> always do. We always do, guys. Until then, have a great week. Bye. <laughs>